Snatch, episode 109, Whisper in Your Lover's Ear, text the Soundhawk, 303-548-6877. Welcome to the show. This is episode 109, which I've already said. It's called Here's the Bangers. Here's the Bangers, episode 109. Here's the Soundhawk. I'm the Soundhawk. That's the skater boy. And that is an airplane flying overhead. Just before you get to it, I'm going to point that out. I'll ignore it. Uh, so my, my LinkedIn page, it hasn't been updated yet, but I'm adding a new title to my resume. You got more than one already? Uh, marketing Maven, Chief Creative Officer, mm. uh, Brand Developer, Doll Merchant. <sighs> I'm a that, doll merchant. Is that now. why I'm looking? There's like one, two, there's three, four, oh, four, oh, five. You, find, you found the hidden dolls. Four, five. Don't forget Nelly. There's five, right? There's five extremely creepy old antique vintage dolls. Yep. And you're wearing a... I'm going to call that a sateen. This is silk, my friend. Silk. Made in Hong Kong. Bathrobe? It's a, it's a robe merchant's robe. Lound robe. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, it's a doll merchant's robe. I'm not a robe merchant yet. Only got the one robe. I don't no. know. Sad news in that Nicole's grandmother passed away. <laughs> she was 90. Lived on her own. Very, very divisive woman uh, in the family. But was always very kind to me. Very good to my kids. Here, oh, I've, hold on. Hold on. I gotta change huh. my mind space because whenever you do one of these memorials, no, this one's. This I'm always one's in joke mode, <laughs> and I forget that these are. This is a real sort this of. This was a real human being that passed away. Um, but she had Nicole spent a lot of time at her house growing up. My wife and uh, her grandma had a doll room, Ooh. and it turns out that all the dolls were left to Nicole. So we were over at the house hmm. cleaning out the doll room. Is this local? Yeah, just right over off uh, Leedsdale. Not far from here. So I have four, no, three big square boxes in the garage, each with about 30 dolls in it. Uh, most of them are Madame Alexander dolls. That is, that's not creepy at all. No, it's very creepy. But now I'm, I'm a doll merchant. I'm having to test the marketplace, what, see where I can maybe get these dolls. Like, you're going to move them? I want to sell the dolls. <laughs> I want to keep some of them. I want to keep that creepy little baby clown doll. That's Especially creepy. I got that mime doll up there. I usually don't like those, but that one's very basic. And that, I like is that it. a tear off one eye or is that just a scratch? Yeah, he killed someone in prison. And then there's like this German matronly looking doll. I like that one too. But this doll over here, Nelly. No. <laughs> she's staring right through you, isn't she? Mm, no, she's not looking at me at all. You want to touch her hair? No. <laughs> Come on. God. Look, and it's just pinned in there. I don't know. So I'm a doll merchant. This robe, I was in the front hall closet. I'm you not- and uh, you and Bourdain, you're going to move a little product. Yep. I'm moving dolls. He's moving dope. So you're thinking this is like a Craigslist sell some dolls deal? Well, I already called. There's a, a doll hospital over in Edgewater. I called them up to see if they'd be interested in taking a look at my dolls. Uh, but they're doing inventory right now. So they said in about two weeks, they might be able to take a look. You can handle that. Yeah, they're just in a box. I don't. You're going to be in Mexico next week anyway. Yep. So... So yeah, and then there's this other place I called, and they, they were a little less helpful, but they said I could take pictures and send them to them, and they could tell me if they were worth money. That's kind of helpful. Hmm. But there's like she had a a lot of dolls. We only kept about a third of the dolls. Whoa! This what doll if, room was jam packed. What if you threw away the jewels in the rough? I don't think we did. I had my phone. I was doing a little internet research along the way. So anyway, doll merchant. Anybody anybody in the market for an old creepy doll, give a, shoot me a text, 303-548-6877. I will relay that text to Skater Boy. He'll get you a doll. Tell you what, and like I said, you probably have about two weeks, so Natch listeners, of course, get, get first crack we at will, purchasing at one of my dolls. 
and we'll throw it up on Patreon for patrons first. Patrons, then listeners, then general public. Look at that. Uh, so watch for that, I guess. And uh, rest, in pe- <laughs> rest in peace, Dolores. I don't think we're actually going to do that, but it'd be it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Although you saw there was a, a post on Instagram that I put up last week that got a lot of likes. Of a, of, a ver- of a very crowded pantry. Yo, that's what that was? Yeah, that was in the basement. That was some prepping. So I don't know if she was like, I wouldn't say a hoarder, but borderline. She, you know, she just as she got older, it's just everything she wanted to hang I on to it. Maybe when you get older, you just... Yeah. <laughs> there is some so what did, you, what did you grow up eating? What? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Sugar toast. There. One thing I ate was sugar toast. We talk about that? Yeah, sugar toast is good. Southern man. Southern man. Two pieces of white bread. Toast them. Butter. Sugar in between. Sandwich. That does sound delicious. Uh, my only point was, so she, I mean, she had a lot of canned goods. And, and we've talked on the show about how I'm in the planning phases of doing a little bit of light prepping in post-Trump America. Why not? Yeah. Got, your, I, got, I, your, got your guns? Not yet. Still thinking about that. But the groceries? But see, she, she just had canned goods galore and like kind of stuff you wouldn't want to eat. A lot of canned clams. I did. I saw that in the picture. It's peaches. Peaches uh, my, you could do something with. Yeah. I'm thinking my, my strategy is going to be lots of bottles of water. Mm-hmm. And just like eight or nine big tubs of uh, green infused protein powder from yeah, Costco. You got to check the shot. Like, what if you? Because that's going to be a well, couple hundred what, bucks. And then what if it goes bad that, in a year? Does that stuff really go bad? Yeah, maybe, like bad where it's going to kill you, or bad where it just won't taste so good? If you bought the like the whey protein, I'm, not, I'm talking that. I'm saying the living live green stuff probably go bad before the. Uh, yeah, you know, if it's the apocalypse, uh, you're not going to be as Persnickety about your. You don't know. My well, diet, I could still be a very. You're going to be looking for fuel. Eater. You're going to be looking to pound calories fast. All right. So, protein. And then, remember those canned sardines that I got from Costco? I made you a, a sardine melt the other week. Yeah. Tons of those. I could eat those all day. I think I get sick of them after a while, though. If I overdid it. Saltines and sardines and protein powder? It's a happy family. It's Tyson diet. But so I saw this and, and, but I'm also someone who likes to kind of, it's hard for me to get rid of things. It's hard for me to spring clean and throw things out. Before you were skater boy, you were detritus. I have a detritus problem. As you would say, Derrida? What did you say? Derritus. Derritus. I think it was, yeah, I get it all mixed up with Stephen Dedalus. Is that Which makes sense. That book is jam-packed with detritus. I was so inspired last week by your poetry reading that I found you a poem on World Poetry Day from Nick Offerman. It's his Bratwurst haiku. Okay, I like that I'm going to read you that. Okay. Then I'll give you one of my own. From the Brush Collection. <clears throat> Nick so Offerman. So far, it's about 20 deep. Mark's 20. I, you know, I've been, they might I, not all make it. I've met, that's just the current collection. Do you know how many poems I've written in my life? Probably about half as many as me. <sighs> yeah, you want to have a poem off? <laughs> no, not particularly. All right. Tight skin flute of pork. Juices fly, explode in mouth, a little mustard. Very, very well done, Nick Offerman. <laughs> that's not me. That's Nick Offerman. Um, Mine's going to be a little... Which one, which one, I'm going to read you this one, I think. Not so sick today. All right, well, hold on. Let me cue up your, your poetry reading, mm-hmm. beat Nick music. Okay. Just kind of get you in I think I'm going to need... Close your eyes. Go. <laughs> God, I feel like I got to perform it now. Not so sick today. 
Oh, I got, I got nothing but Rex Rexroth running through my head. All right. Do you want me to just turn this music down? Is it too much? No, I got it. Whatever. I like that flippering, flattering sound. I'm not sure it fits the poem. <laughs> You're running out of time. <clears throat> not so sick today. Not born a refugee on a borrowed cot in the sub-Sahara or the South. Not three-headed today, like your sister after the X-ray. Not young enough to play with myself innocently. Not as reductive as others today. Not even that hungry, but thirsty as hell. Not a nobody or a somebody. Not anybody today. Not even saved for a minute, Jesus. Not that I know the best way to appreciate today, to sanctify it, not any smarter than yesterday, really, I wish, not a hog in heaven today, nor a bacon sandwich, nor a TV show meant for sad children. Not for me today, Buster. Not in a million years. See. That was something else. That was a little creepy. I didn't say it was uplifting. But what? What was that very disturbing line? Too, what? To too young to play with yourself, or what? Not young enough to play with myself innocently. As, it's a thinker. It's a shrinker. <laughs> it's a shrinker. Well, no, that was a nice poem. Yeah, thanks. See, I did. I was kind and read a very short poem. <laughs> that wasn't that long. That's a long poem. It's a good poem, though. Yeah, very evocative. I can tell. Uh, what, what did you, so not sick today? It's, it's, it's like a, a mashup of that Shel Silverstein poem. Not so sick Little today. Little Ann, Sally Ann McKay could was not it? go to school today. It was like a mashup of that. And then like, oh, good. I was picturing you maybe feeling sorry for yourself in bed because your back hurt and your nope. sorghums was acting up and you're like, well, this is pretty bad, but at least I'm not, a, I'm not like a refugee somewhere. That's how it starts. Yeah. I do. I have, I have a good back pain poem I could read you. I think one's enough <laughs> per episode. <laughs> Like I said, I've got 20 right here. Well, I'll have to dig up some more of mine. And oh, go tip yeah. for tap. Here we go. When I cannot sleep, cannot remove myself from this claw-footed tub. You'll have I to wait till twisting episode a knife so slowly. All right. To hear the rest <clears> of that poem. Staying on that Greer word tip. Food News Eventually, people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Food News Eventually podcast. This is a podcast. Natch. Food News Eventually. Episode 109. Soundhawk and Soundboy. Sound hog and sound boy. <laughs> Let's just move on to the Skater next story boy. here. Revenge of the Serial Comma, New Yorker. The case of the main milk truck drivers who, for want of a comma, won an appeal against their employer, Oakhurst Dairy, regarding overtime pay, O'Connor v. Oakhurst Dairy, has warmed the hearts of punctuation enthusiasts everywhere. To the tune of $10 million. That's great. I'm going to read you the, what's that? I don't know. Maybe my phone? Yeah, probably. Here are the facts of the case. According to Maine state law, workers are not entitled to overtime pay for the following activities. Quote, the canning, comma, processing, comma, preserving, comma, freezing, comma, drying, comma, marketing, comma, storing, comma, packing for shipment or distribution of agricultural produce, meat and fish products, and perishable foods. <sighs> yes, this victory for the Oxford, Oxford comma is about as boring as the Oxford comma. You see what happened there? Yeah. 
they didn't put a comma between shipment. It should be shipment, comma, or distribution of. Right, because since that comma is not there. It lumps those things together. It lumps them together, packing for shipment or distribution, which means that they are not tied, entitled for overtime. So when so because they aren't doing both those but things, if the they comma was are. in, but if the comma was in there, they would have been then. They, no, then they would have been exempted and wouldn't have gotten overtime pay. But since there's no comma, since they forgot that serial comma, just the fascinating story. I thought you were big. You, I thought you would love this one. I, you I and mean, your serial great. Oxford comma shit. Who is it? No, He's, Natch Rancher Dave Carney. Well, I mean, he uses it. He gives a good example example involving sandwiches. I think, but it's much to the same effect. You could end up eating a very unsavory sandwich. If you don't use the serial comma. Uh-huh. But you didn't want to use it when we started. You wanted to use ampersands, oh, that's right. too. Back when we were a blog. Which Dave, oh, I mean, I that was the, the best part. The so ampersands. Like, yeah, Mark wants to use ampersands instead of Anne. And Dave wrote back, like, in minutes. It was like, well, if that's the kind of bullshit he's going to be pulling, <laughs> I'm not going to be at all involved with this fuck-all adventure. He <laughs> was, like, furious. Yeah, the ampersand was... It was for the internet age. Salt and sugar slash out. Oh, and there it is. Look, there's the ampersand right there in the Google Doc. Oh, sorry. You got to text the Soundhawk if you want to see that ampersand. That's 303-548-6877. Soundhawk, go. Global CPG producers cut sugar and salt from <clears throat> about 20% of their products in 2016. That sounds good, right? Yeah. Good job, CPG. Mm-hmm. Following? There has been less innovation with salt in the food space, likely because sugar is the bigger no-no ingredient right now. Yep. PepsiCo worked to create a designer salt to reduce the amount consumed by the public. Still, state soda taxes and the recent month the without sugar trend designer salt? have kept sugar reduction top of mind for consumers, while salt has stayed largely out of the limelight. It will be interesting to see if consumers turn on salt next. Yeah. What's old is new. We turned on salt before, then we forgot. Now we're on sugar. We'll come back to salt. We'll get there. Well, but if you're if you're watching your sodium intake, uh, you got to watch your packaged goods. Absolutely. You know, you can if you're cooking your own meals, you're in total control of how much salt you're eating. If you're eating a bunch of processed food or prepackaged food, and you're not paying attention to how much sodium's in there, you could get burned, homie. Because and it's weird. Like some foods don't even taste that salty, and then you read the the thing, and it's got a bunch of the salt in it. Back to nature, classic round crackers. Wheat flour, safflower oil, and sea salt. How much sea salt? Serving size, five crackers. Not very many. One, excuse me, 125 migs, 5% of your daily allowance. Hmm. You can see that salt right on there. The cat just adores these dolls. Ugh. Look, he's laying on the doll. It's just so creepy, man. I, I had to clean out a whole room full of dolls. Don't tell me about what's creepy. Um, Okay. So those little eyes opening and closing on uh, me as I wrap them in bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one right here. <laughs> you didn't I put that one there to keep you company. Mm. You can name her. I don't know what her name is. She looks like a Madeline though. I was going to say M. Madam M. Miriam. Miriam. Nice. See, what happened to her nose holes? I don't know. Why don't you stop fingering them? Canada's soda. I'm moving on here. Yeah, Pepsi has a designer salt. Somebody else is making it. Is it like a, a salt substitute? Yeah, it's like a lab-based. You get the punch of the salt, but it doesn't. But not the sodium the knife in stab. Your, sodium in your bloodstream. There's also a, there's all these alternative sweeteners. Who had the fake? I think it's Nestle has a sugar they're trying to make that's like, it's essentially hollow. 
So like you get the taste and hit of the sugar, but then all the but there's nothing the on the inside of the insider missing. Yeah, interesting, right? Labs. <laughs> oh, labs. Labs. Canada's soda. I'm doing all these. Canada's soda. These are quick hits. Food news eventually. This is food news throughout almost. Well, yeah. Except for the doll stuff. And the grammar. And the poem. That was a good poem. Not so sick today. The poem was kind of sick though. There's the irony. Canada's soda tax. Food Navigator. Health organizations in Canada are calling for a sugary drinks levy with new research suggesting the measure would save 13,000 lives over the next 25 years. Get that soda the fuck out of here. Talk about the sugar villain. The... I lost it, dude. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Studies show that a levy on sugary beverages decreases consumption. Examples of successful implementation of sugary drink levies are found in Mexico, France, Hungary, Finland, Norway, Belgium, Chile, Barbados, and an expanding list of jurisdictions in the U.S., for example, Berkeley and Philadelphia. Soda tax on fire. What are you looking at? Oh, the cat was catching a fly. It was slightly more interesting than your How soda about that? tax, right? What if all of Canada enacted a sugar tax? That'd be great, man. You heard it from here. Remember my predictions. Sin taxes. Sin taxes. Big. That's big. Is, there, big. is there a tax coming down the pike uh, for like when you're jerking it, but you're a little too young to be innocent? Unbelievable. Because that's definitely a sin, See, Mark. The, con- the control I had on Mike there, I could have screamed... You see, I'm teaching you lessons. Albertsons plus sprouts? You know, I'm a sprouts man. Why don't I take this one? That's why I put it in here. I wanted your response. How does this make you feel? This comes from from Bloomberg. Uh, Albertsons, the grocery chain operator backed by Cerberus Capital Management. Close. What is it? Cerberus? Cerberus. Cerberus. Has held preliminary talks to merge with Sprouts Farmers Market, Inc. People with knowledge of the matter said... The talks have involved the plan to Who take- are those people? <laughs> Who are these anonymous sources? Hey, a, true, a good journalist doesn't reveal their sources. The talks have involved a plan to take organic grocery sprouts private and add it to Albertson's portfolio, which includes the eponymous grocery stores and the Safeway brand store. Now, Safeways you still see a lot of around Denver. Yep. Have not seen an Albertson's in a long time. Nope. There was an Albertson's by my house when I was growing up, though. <laughs> We called it Albertsons and since I mean, my bro- me and my brother would just do that. My parents would be like, we're going to Albertsons. We'd just sit in the back of the car and go, Albertsons and son, 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 and just keep doing it until my parents freak out. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of it now. You guys were so clever. No, we weren't really all that clever, but it was just kind of funny. It was just a strange thing that we did. But now it's like the kind of thing that I could totally picture my kids doing, and it would drive me up the wall. I'd be trying to drive. be like, would you stop? Yep, yep. One time, Leif and his friend Brian, Ugh. when they were like six or so, like the Albertsons was probably like a mile away from our house, they decided they wanted to get gum, and they just disappeared. They walked to Albertsons and sins and sins. Six years old. Parents couldn't find him. Everyone in the, on the cul-de-sac is flipping out. Different time back then. And then I think I, I think I said when I heard, I was like, oh, well, they said something about getting some gum at Albertsons. And so... <laughs> and so they were fine. They got caught. They got caught leaving Albertsons. Getting good some spanking. With a bunch. Of, well, that was the other thing too. Brian, he lived down in the end of the cul-de-sac in the biggest house in the cul-de-sac. His dad was like a lawyer. Mm. They had a BMW, I remember, with uh, little windshield wipers on the headlights. So oh, I guess head, God, head, I headlight those. wipers. I mean, they were like very, very ritzy family. What a ridiculous invention. My brother got grounded 
for like a week. Very next day, I'm outside and I see Brian, little Brian down at the end of the cul-de-sac playing with a brand new toy airplane. Oh, yeah. That's why America is where it is. Anyway, I was thinking Cerberus sounds another, it's like another one the kid could have fun with. Cerberus, 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 Cerberus. What do you think about Sprouts going to Albertsons? Getting in bed with Safeway. And Albertsons. Sons, sons, I don't know. I don't think of Sprouts as being all that pristine. Exactly. To me, Sprouts is just like, sells most of the stuff they sell at Whole Foods, but it's not as expensive. And not quite as good. Not quite as good. I don't love buying produce there. I don't buy any. bad so fast. I don't buy any meat products there, except for honey smoked salmon. I'll buy that. For like 15 bucks. I'll buy my eggs there. I do buy my Vegas sport bars there. Oh, there's some food news. We signed up with Royal Crest. Oh, you're not a big milk guy. Yeah, I don't like pills. Oh, we got almond milk, eggs, to my doorstep. Every organic? Month. It's like a it's cage-free? Like 1950s America. Back. Are, are they organic cage-free eggs? Mm, I can't remember. Yeah, that means no. Oh. What? I, oh. Now I'm thinking back now to, to the, the affront <laughs> when you served me that chicken. <laughs> Who knows where that chicken came from? That was probably like a Tyson oh bird. Oh, my God. Oh, what, what, a, what a horror it would have been if that was an Albertson's chicken. Oh, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> you son of a... No. If you host a food news podcast, people expect... Nah, well, those people... A free-range bird, Mark. It's gone too far. Food police. Food All shame. Right. You're well, a thank- food shamer. All right, well, thanks for the super dose of antibiotics. Appreciate that. It did you good. How many uh, veggie burgers? What do you think? Have- so you don't care. I'm with you on that. Who cares? I mean, it's Sprout- not like it's, it's not, not like- sullying the, the right, Sprouts right, name for right, me. Right, right. Sprouts used to be... Um, right. Wait, what would it used to be? It merged. Sunflower, Mark. Sunflower. So it's not... I mean, they've been hopping around. They've been <laughs> moving from bed to bed. Sleeping around in this natural products industry. 200- Under silken sheets. Not bathrooms. 207,000 cars, 253,467 veggie burgers, newhope.com. Do you get a little kickback every time you mention New Hope on the podcast? I do not. Okay, let's check. I wish I did. Yeah, but it keeps the the wheels. You look at the little money guy over here. He's like, (laughs) I need to make some money. Last week you were yelling at me for talking about money. You. The iconic man. What did I yell at you about talking about money? When? Called me Trump. I called you Trump. I kept bringing up. I brought up some money on a few fronts, and you got really mad. Huh? I don't care about a lot of money. We're on Patreon, by the way. <laughs> Hold on. And that's nine thousand. Yeah. Um, the iconic natural foods brand Amy's Kitchen crossed over into the restaurant industry in summer 2015. Man, we covered that years ago when it opened Amy's Drive Through in Northern California to serve organic, all vegetarian fast food. Episode eight, maybe. Now, nearly two years into the restaurant's existence, we checked in with Andy Berliner, CEO and owner of Amy's Kitchen, about the drive throughs trajectory. That's New Hope checking in. Just a few stats. Throw them out there, man. Tell me what you think. In the first year, they sold more than 1 million items, and over 207,000 cars visited the drive through It's a big carbon footprint, all those cars sitting in line, puffing. <laughs> 1 million, I don't know. So how many, that's less than... So if you had 100 a day, that would be 36,500. So you've got essentially 700 a day? Is that right? I think so. That's like 600 a day? They're not getting 600 cars a day. Is that right? Well, no, Did no. I do my math right? They said they sold a million items. 
207,000 cars. Yeah, a million in a items. Year. That means they're selling 600 items a day. One car buys more than one item. No. <clears throat> so 207,000 cars. Captivating. Divided by 365. Well, this is a whole new math problem you're Days doing in now. a year. No, that's 567 cars per day. Okay. But that's the, a lot of cars. But your initial projection was based on the number of items sold. You were, no. You said a million. You were going off of a million. That's no, the number of I items didn't. sold. Check the tape. Oh, I'll check Money the bags. Tape. So, Trump. how many hours a day is what's prompt? <laughs> What, 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 what is it? Who gives a shit? No I'm one just wants curious. to know. I'm you, curious. You want to know about the traffic flow? Eight hours a day? Prime time eating hours? I bet they're open like 10. 10 hours a day. Think they have, do they have a veggie breakfast sandwich? That's 56 cars an hour. That's a car a minute. They got a car a minute going through there. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Bravo. I'd rather it were a bicycle a minute. We did more than 1,000 taste tests to create the Amy, our classic veggie burger, to make it perfect. In our first year, we sold 253,467. So if they, let's go math crazy, Mark. If they're selling a million items and only 253,000, only a quarter of those are the burgers. Interesting. So what else are these items? Are there shakes? Are there fries, Mark? We know this. There's drinks. There's, <laughs> there's desserts. <laughs> yes. Check episode eight. Man, I'm so glad we did the math. That means that they're selling like 50, almost about the same. 50, they're selling like a burger a minute? I, I can't take this. This is outrageous. What is it? What? You're taking everyone else's success very personally. Oh. <laughs> Texting the sound hook. I only bring this up. Well, shit, I should, well... Remember that, uh, I sent you that video, that guy, remember, didn't we put him in one of the shows once? Oh, your buddy who was like pitching an organics newsletter. <laughs> he came back and pitched it again. I saw it. As a, first a voicemail, then a video. I was going to do something with that. Like, here's an example of what it's like to text the Soundhawk, but then envelope. Yep. Our man. Sick. Bobcats. What? <laughs> Big bushy bobcats. Is that a shout out? Is that an insider thing? That's what that dude says on the video that you sent me. Oh yeah. He's like, Big bushy bobcats. Yeah, He's that, got way more saliva. I can't. The, I just I ate a this, cracker. I can't do it. The sick is in parentheses because I, I, I know can't do it's a en- crack envelope. impersonation. Excuse I know me. it's envelope, but I like to say envelope. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. Out of the blue. This might change your life. Probably not. You're yelling. Well, there's all these exclamation points. <laughs> all right, I'll step back. Okay, dude, this might change your life. Probably not, but maybe. Go get yourself some artichokes. Organically things if you wish or whatever, you fancy fuckers. Oh, Mark doesn't care about organic. Cut the tops off them shits. No, cut the top off them shits and then cut them shits in half. Already you like this guy, right? Microwave them shits like five to ten minutes. Make them shit soft. <laughs> Here's the bangers. Mm. Make some olive oil, soy sauce, red peppers, spices, and crap. Crap emoji. Lots of crap. Put that shit on the what? Artichokes, you dummy. Then grill them shits. Yep. <laughs> Life changing, my friend. Thank me later. Just ate like 10 this week. Chokes coming out my wazoo envelope. I have grilled artichokes, but I have not used that tack of microwaving them first. That's a good idea. Want to see my nuts? Got the Soundhawks number. What, what? Yeah, I can give you some background on some of this. 
Because he texted me not long after he texted you. He was he was all excited. He's like, I texted the Soundhawk. He did. Yeah, but he's like, but I haven't heard back yet. Oh no. He's like, what do you? He's like, did he think <laughs> I freaked him out? I was like, no, he's probably asleep or something. <laughs> I got back to him. Then he's like, should I send him a dick pic? <laughs> oh god. I said probably not necessary. Oh, I said, I trust know. me, he'll be very excited that you texted him. So close to getting a dick pic. Mm. Please do not. I'll have to ban you from my. Can't you block people? I'll block you. He means he'll stalk you. It's you. People have been blocked before. So I want you know, dude. Great idea, of course. I haven't done this method either. Mm-hmm. The microwave then grill. I usually just. I got steam inspired. Them. I was going to go buy them, but I'm like, I'm at like uh, Albertsons. Simpsons and Simpsons. And these are like some bad looking artichokes for like two fifty each. What's going on with the artichoke price? They've always been about that much. Have they? Oh, yeah, it's a it's a premium vegetable. Two fifty seems high. But you're not going for organic. You don't care, right? Mm. Like, give me that give me that roundup artichoke. You know, when I texted him back, the best part of this picture is that Coors Light in the background. Oh, no yeah. fucking fancy IPA shit for this guy. He drinks, no, he'll drink that stuff too. Yeah, but that's a Coors Light. But if you're grilling. I haven't seen a Coors Light in this house ever. I never claimed to be a huge you Coors Light little, fan. What color blue is that robe? Cornflower. Unbelievable. Typical. Yeah, we're on Patreon. Did you see this? Um, and you know what? Envelop is a, 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 a patron. Superstar listener. He's, he's texting pa- the Soundhawk. He's a Patreon. He's supporting the show. We thank him. Don't you want to be like him? He's I bangers do. and shit. Here's the bangers. Make them shit soft. So we're on Patreon. It's a site where you can go to support the show. Mm-hmm. Like a public media TV radio pledge drive. Yeah. If you, if you give a little, like a buck a month, yeah, you say th- that's, a, that's a thank you. If yep. you give four bucks a month. What do you get, Mark? Like, like here's Envelope. the bangers. You get some stuff. You, go- you get extras. You mm-hmm. get the bonus episodes. We're about to drop the music of Old Gay, although you're going to Mexico, I guess, after that. It'll, yeah. The month of April, we'll see the release of Old Gay Scores Volume 1 to so, patrons only. Pat- Patreons only are going to get that first dose of their extra juice with the music of Old Gay. <laughs> be a big, big dose of juice, and then and then the next month they're going to get that special welcome kit mm-hmm. with our it's going to have portrait some stretches, some suggested stretches. podcast listening stretches, handwritten thank you note mm-hmm. on some stationary TBD, and then it's and then after that you're going to get the bonus episodes. What's not to love? What is this though, Mark? Well, so here's what I was going to say. What I've figured out as I've started to dig into it, we've just gotten up there. Just to let you know, we were talking about my job titles earlier: chief creative officer. I'm the one getting all silly, turning the knobs and making the silly noises in the music, but CSO over here, chief strategy don't, officer. Don't bullshit me. Hey, he's done such Do a- not yank my yank. Dude, you've done a deep dive on Patreon. I have done a deep dive. I'm giving you some props for your deep diving. There's some podcasts that are doing some good stuff there. What's interesting is what you can offer your, your true fans. Mm-hmm. It's a whole platform. So like we need to tell, well, let's tell them right now. Envelope. When Thank those bonus episodes drop- when those special music of old gay drop, it's in the Patreon. It's on that platform. Yep. So like you go there, you can <clears throat> download it and you use it however you see fit. You can stream it right there. You can stream it on your app, whatever you got with your Patreon. Yeah. It's like a whole separate world. Guess what patrons also get? If they want the stem files for old gay songs to make remixes. So many asks for that. I'll, I'll give them to them. Yeah. I'll figure out a different delivery ma- method for that. So anyway, thanks for the folks that are coming to Patreon. What's thanks for this? those who have... Patronized. 
the, when we do stuff, it's going to be on that platform. And what, that's why there's this picture. Because. It's a tiger in the jungle. We'll see what you think of this. You create, the other thing you can do, which some of these successful, pod, these highly successful podcasts. He's been are, digging deep, people. That are like essentially kind of doing one free, one subscriber only. Yeah. Patreon gives you its own RSS feed. Oh my God. You could take that, drop it into your podcast app. So you need a new logo. Oh, natural. A distinct logo. So I put a little plus on there and I said, let's, you know, we got space going for everything else. Let's take this into the jungle. All right. Into the jungle, Mark. If you want to see that patrons only logo, you've got to subscribe to the newsletter <laughs> or that's, become a patron. That's step one. Text the Soundhawk. Or become a patron. Um, let's listen to some music, Mark. Let's do it. Then when <clears> we get <throat> back, we'll do food news eventually. Uh, this song is actually going to be called Just Poison. I switched it up on you. Well, you didn't change it in the doc. I'm getting to it, homie. The band is So Many Wizards. I love that name. It's a great name for a band. It's some like some really cool music. <laughs> but what's exciting is we have a Q&A with the band that's live on our Medium page right now, too. We talk about Haggis. How many pages the, do we have? Yeah, go ahead. It's just Natch 9000 on Medium, but we talk about Haggis. Okay. We talk about... Are they... Uh, are they Tucson? Haggis is Scotland? Scottish. Yeah, we talk. They're not Scottish. We talk about Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett of the of the Pink Floyd. Yes, Sid Barrett, Haggis, and uh, Tucson, and a few other delights. Can't wait to read it. Yeah, and this uh, this song is called Just um, Just Poison. Yes. 
Woo. Episode 109. I tell you what, if you got that jangly guitar, that wall of sound, and then you start doing the woo, I'm hooked. I'm sold. You're going to put on that robe I'm and put shim- on this robe. shimmy around your dollhouse. Yeah. You know what? I actually put this uh, tank top underneath as a courtesy to you. But when I wear this robe around the house mostly, it's there's nothing underneath. Because normally I don't like anything touching my nipples. Like even my shirt sometimes. If you see me over here squirming like this. Well, don't come to Boulder with me. It's because I'm thinking about my nipples. But for some reason, the silk robe, if it caresses my nipples. Stop it's it like, right now. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's a delight. Is that out of the doll room? No, this was in the front hall closet. But it, so, it might have, it, so it's a women's robe. It might have been her grandma's. It also could have been her Uncle Greg's because he lived there for a while too. <laughs> I'm pulling this. This is Uncle Greg's robe, I think. <laughs> no, it doesn't have shoulder pads though, right? No, it's just a... <laughs> You're wearing a women's robe, dude. I mean, that's fine. I'm going to be wearing it in Mexico too. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to go... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go jogging down the beach in this robe... <laughs> I'm gonna what? run. I'm gonna run all the way it's south. Gonna get all sweaty. Run all the way south down to Quintana Roo. Everyone's gonna be watching. It's gonna be huge. I forgot that was coming up. Finish we'll get to our Trump segment in a yeah, second. I don't want to interrupt uh, you from. No, but the visual. You know who's down in Quintana Roo right the now? The dream that's happening right now in your head. Redzepe. <laughs> Whatever his name is, Rene Redzepe. He's op- they're opening Noma, Mexico. He's down there, dude. Are you gonna go say hi? In my robe. And, and bring that and record a little segment. Yeah, I'll just go hang around. He, there can't be that many places to stay in Quintana Roo, right? I'll just lurk around. Well, Quintana Roo is the whole region. Which city is he in? I thought there was like a... Mm-hmm. No, Quintana Roo is not the region. That's yeah. like a little city, isn't it? No. Are you sure about that? Yes. Because <clears throat> I was searching the area on maps. It's like a little pinpoint. No. I, 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 I. It's a state. It's a Mexican state on the Yucatan. What just happened on the Yucatan Peninsula? Okay. Like so I it's said. got Cancun in it. It's got. Uh, oh, so I'll be in the Quintana Roo region. Well, I'm going to be in Tulum. So maybe he's in Tulum. You're going to be in Tulum, are you? Tulum. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that being hot. It's going to be awesome, though. Wait a minute. You're going to Mexico? Yeah. Where are you going? The mountains? Yeah. We didn't uh, go anywhere this year. I'm going to be on the beach, homie. Oh, so next week... Oh, listeners, you're in for a treat. Yeah. We're going to finally drop our Greg of, uh, Greg Bagney 4G at Costco episode. It's episode 110 coming How's the audio week? on that? It's a little challenging recording in a Costco with just one boom mic, but we made it happen. Okay. We should do an inter- uh, intro for that before we... We will. Yeah, that's not for this show. Hi. We'll do it poolside. Hi. Food news... No. Uh, oh, Trump's food budget. Oh, yeah, you did the queue. That was the We Are Watching segment. Post-Trump America, we are watching. You expect us to watch, so we watch. Sometimes through our fingers. Food Navigator. Clasped over our eyes. The president's budget allocates full funding for the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service. That's a curveball from that old Trump. Hey, how about that? However, However the, the, USDA, the USDA budget it, it, might be cut by 21%, and the Department of Health and Human Services home to the FDA and Center for Disease Control Prevention by 17.9%. Not smart. Mm. Don't be fucking with the CDC. Mm. They're totally eliminating the chem, uh, the chemical... Ah, oh, shit. Anyway. Chemical the one, the, warfare. It's some, it's some chemical bureau that does all the safety assessments when you have like a, a big oil spill. Mm. Yeah, get rid of that. You can CDC these nuts, Trump. 
What else is there? You want to read this next paragraph? It says Peter Jacobson, CSPI. While at USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service is spared, the HHS cuts are likely to fall disproportionately on FDA's food program. This all means more entirely preventable cases of foodborne illness, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and cancer, and greater health care costs. Sounds like population control to me. Tell me who's watching. Russia. Oh. Is he out yet? He's going down, right? Seems imminent, but what he's, happened with healthcare? Slippery. It's on the ropes. Oh yeah, his first big legislative agenda is going. I don't know if he made the smartest play. Like no one's buying it. He's like, no more negotiating. We're voting tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. we'll just keep Obamacare. Oh. oh, so that's what you really want? No, to do. anything but that. Yeah, he's he's, he's an idiot. It might work though. Yes, yeah. I mean he's surrounded by idiots. So yeah, anything could happen. Or if they're not idiots, they're just like sycophants. I don't think they're as smart as they think they are for sure. That's what I think. Hey, this is Natch, episode 109. Bang on them shits. What's it called? Shits the bangers, episode 109. Here's is, the bangers. Here's the bangers. And here's this show's bangers in terms of food news. Eventually, got an article for you, Mark. Coming out of the BBC like a bullet is this piece by James Gallagher, Healthiest Hearts in the World. Found. <gasps> the healthiest hearts in the world have been found in the Semaine people in the forests of Bolivia. Ooh, say researchers. Barely any Semaine had any signs of clogged up arteries, even well into old age. Quinoa, chia. There are around 16,000 Semaine who hunt, fish, and farm on the Maniqui River in the Amazon rainforest of the Bolivian lowlands. Their way of life has the similarities, or has similarities, similarities to Human civilization thousands of years ago. How so? Well, like they're hunting and gathering shit and oh, making yeah, little you huts said and that. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always working is the point. They don't sit. I bet they don't have lower back pain. The article this article does not mention that at all. Mm. I'd like why not just throw that like a little attache to this research I'm sure project? They Can we don't. ask them about back pain too? Because I bet they have none. I'm sure they don't. Um <clears throat> nobody, nobody does, but the modern Western male. Yeah. The scientists were looking for coronary artery calcium, or CAC, mm. CACD is nuts, which is a sign of clogged up blood vessel, <laughs> blood vessels, and a risk of heart attack. Blah blah blah. But here's the, here's the here's the uh, here's the banger right here. At the age of forty five, oh, so you're what forty eight now? So th- this is you three years ago. Almost no Semaine had CAC in their arteries, while twenty five percent of Americans do. By the time they reach that age... Was my, that was me freaking out on the mic this week. In a very controlled manner. Very controlled. By the time they reach the age 75, two-thirds of Semaine are CAC-free. Compared Whoa. with an, the overwhel- overwhelming majority of Americans, 80% have signs of CAC. Yeah, you bet. So one of the scientists on the research study, here's his... Uh, so pers- they hunt. So they're eating animals. Yeah. They fish. They're eating animals. Well, they're, they're probably not overeating. They're not sedentary. They're not eating processed foods. Wasn't there... Uh, didn't I... They're working hard. You, oh man. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, one of the scientists, I think it was his prescription to emulate this lifestyle to the best of your degree. Bicycle to work, take the stairs, write your story on a treadmill desk. Mm. I didn't, in parentheses, he said. Write your story? What if I don't write stories? I mean, if you're, uh, I think he was speaking to the journalist. The journalist was like, what can I do to? So I'm, I'm looking at the article here. Um, 72% of calories for the Semaine come from carbohydrates yep. compared with 52% in the U.S. 
14% from fat compared with 34% in the U.S. They consume much less saturated fat. Both of us, the Americans and the Semaine, is it the Semaine? Semaine. Have 14% of calories from protein, but the Semaine have more lean meat. Okay, okay. But you know what I'm seeing there? Carbs ain't all that bad. Uh-uh. Carbs ain't all that bad. Why are you saying that all cocky? Like you're the one who's like, ge- like veering towards a fat diet, aren't you? Oh, your nah. ketosis diet? Nah. Oh, that was just a thing. Yeah, just a, just a just, glimmer in my eye. Just a little fat. But it's all it's 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 a it's a blow against this whole damn protein craze. Nothing but protein. Well, and it's also in a way that it's might a, be it. We just called the end of the protein. The semaine just popped the bubble on the protein craze. Well, no, they Let's pop, start bringing they back the, carbs. They popped the bubble on paleo too. Because their their way of life has similarities to human civilization thousands of years ago. These are like cave people, ish. They're hunting, they're fishing, they're eating carbs. Yeah, but they're super healthy, so that would be paleo. What do you mean? But paleo, there's not a lot of carbs in paleo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is paleo they, they assumes are, it's nothing but meat. They are like a paleo people, but they're eating an they're eating true paleo, which is not which the is paleo not <laughs> paleo approved carbs. We're talking about carbs. Yeah, it all, it all comes down to carbs. Nothing wrong with carbs. Ain't nothing oh. wrong with carbs. I thought the doll was biting me, but it's the cat. Oh! <laughs> look at this. Oh, I don't want to see that. No, look at that scrape. Hey, hey! He tried to jump up on me as the dog was attacking him, and he just like... Gotcha, huh? Latched into me. Thank God you got that robe to cover it up. I didn't have the robe on. The robe could have been oh, tattered. Oh, 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 ow! <laughs> okay. Let's stop fiddling with the cat. I'm, I'm trying to protect myself. Yeah. See, he's so cute, though. You just want to keep petting him. You're done. You take a break. Claws. Gwyneth Paltrow is now in the poorly regulated, often scammy online vitamin business. What could go wrong? Nothing. I peeked out. By Julia Baluth, Vox.com. We love Baluth. You know why? Because she does subheads like this. So after that whole thing, Gwyneth Paltrow, the subhead just says, she's out of control. Oof. Gwyneth Paltrow has now stepped into the role of online nutritionist peddling... (laughs) And as I also memory serves, Julia, the lead on every story has the verb peddling in it. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people peddling things in her world. <laughs> peddling a new series of vitamins on her wellness website, Goop, which I asked Red Twist about yesterday. She'd never even heard of Goop. Red Twist had How heard of Goop? How had she not heard of Goop? She's a millennial. I'm like, Goop? She's like, what do you mean Goop? There's something called Goop? Yeah, an entire lifestyle brand aimed at you called Goop. She didn't like goop. At 90 bucks for a month's supply, the daily pill packages come with cutesy names and dubious promises to deliver solutions for a range of health troubles. Are these your problems that you've written down here? No, these are the product names. One, why am I so effing tired? So that, That's the name of a product? That's the name of the product. The next one is balls in the air? Balls in the air. You're too stressed out. No, why I, am I so tired? Give me some energy. Balls in the air. I'm too stressed out. Yeah, but... I don't know if that's where everyone's mind's going to It's cutesy. It's uh, not cutesy. It's a little creepy. It's like, it's like a dude doing a cartwheel naked. Not, not to the goop crowd, probably. High school jeans with a G. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, I'm working out, but I'm not losing weight like I used to. My jeans, I need to that's supercharge. It's a bit of a reach. Oh, is it? The mother load. Again, balls Mom's in the on air. the run. Can't stop. Yeah. Um, so here's a little bit more, Julia. First, Paltrow has a long history of selling junk health products. From jade eggs for vaginas. We covered that on this show. Well, I don't remember that. Yeah, she was like saying that you should, that women should sleep with these jade eggs in their vaginas. In them? 
Yeah, you like slide it up there. A jade egg. Yeah, in your vagina, and like then you can like kegel against it and get all get like a real fucking shred. I don't think we talked about that on the show. We did because I mentioned that uh, the knock from doctors was like uh, jade is actually kind of porous. You could trap a lot of bacteria in there. You don't want to be sticking that in and out. Hey, you heard it here first. That's my only point. Jade eggs for vaginas to detox diet and cleansing regimens with the vitamins. She now seems to fancy Goopa Health Source that can replace actual health professionals for women. I am really, quote, I am really fortunate I can go to the doctor, get a blood test, and he can tell me you're deficient in X, Y, and Z, she told Harper's Bazaar recently. But for a lot of women, it's not that accessible. We thought, well, wouldn't it be amazing if we could leverage our relationships, curiosity, and relationships with our doctors and create really targeted solutions? Very odd. She, I'm sure in many, almost all respects, considers herself to be anti-Trump. Oh, yeah. But this is a very Trumpian move. Didn't Remember he had that little supplement What an insight. Oh, yeah. Remember he had that supplement racket? This is a glorified, prettied up, liberal version of a Trumpian move. It is. Health and wellness, but online vitamins, yeah. Yeah. Trump steaks is a lot like jade vagina 90 bucks a month. There's your subhead. We should end the show right there. Trump steaks is a lot like vagina eggs. Jade. Jade. Vagina eggs. <laughs> vagina eggs. <sighs> well, that wasn't the so for ninety bucks a month you could enjoy some of these products. She got some like celebrity doctor types to formulate them. Uh, I'm sure you can auto ship them, get them every month, ninety bucks a pop, and then you'll have high school jeans, the mother load, balls in the air, and why not be so effing tired? Well, that would be. $360 a month for all four packages. That's a lot of money. I looked at the formulations there. You know, it's like it, you come with a little, it's like a fish oil pill and a vitamin and a botanic, like a, an ashu, uh, Ayurvedic mm, blend. It's a blend. Huh? You get a few pills in there. Oh, I added a new supplement to my regimen in the evening. It's a nettle. It's just a pill with a uh, flash freeze dried nettle inside. Shout out, mm. shout out details. Yeah, from who? Do you want me to go get it? Yeah. All right. I don't want you to get toxic overload. Say something about me while I'm walking. Well, this, uh, this is the first half. I was goop, vitamins, what could go wrong? She's out of control. All right. She's succeeding at it. People like Gwyneth, lifestyle brand. But then there was this slack moment. Did you see this? The I didn't see the slack moment. Oh, where did you get this? Albert's, I mean, Sprouts. Sprouts, sins, 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 sins. Eclectic Institute. It's like cult, cult nettles. <clears throat> Wildcrafted freeze-dried nettle leaf. Okay. Oh, boy. Looks great. Are you being serious? I have no idea. Don't know who that is. Well, what's a uh, hypromellos? That's just the, the capsule coating, right? Yeah, no. And then it's just, <coughs> oh, just look, a wild-crafted freeze-dried nettle. I mean, what, what could go wrong? Probably very little. But when you get into some of these, um, oh, uh, TCM, like Chinese medicine and- I'm not doing that, man. You're importing stuff. Yeah, it doesn't look like that. These are non-GMO, <laughs> U.S. grown. They're raw vegan. Of course they're non-GMO. The GM nettle plants that are hey, ravaging coming, our man. hillside. Why are you messing with the, with the headphone thing? Concentrated seven and a half times by freeze-drying. Freeze-drying keeps the plant's nutrients in the same balance as, we, as found in nature by gently removing the water. From farm to bottle, we use naturopathic wisdom and innovative processes to create exceptional products. We organically grow 
or sustainably, wait, we organically grow or sustainably wildcraft. Oh, that's wildcraft as a, as a verb. Yeah. Herbs that are harvested at peak potency and then freeze dried in house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. I guess freeze dried is the way to go. I, I don't is tell you the what way you trap the next morning after I took these felt better. The hair looked better. Jeez, fuck it. What is this for? What's the targeted? Metal? What are you? Huh? It's good for your hair and your blood. You're just. It is. Just Ask Dife. Ask details. <laughs> details. Would you send us a fucking segment? And this explain is just metals, please. Oh boy. Metals are good for you. Look it up. I don't need to. Gwyneth Paltrow. There's. I think this is a Goop Slack chat. Somebody screenshotted and then it made waves. It's all over the gossip rags, like Natch. Uh, here we go. Gwyneth to her LA office. Joint ailments. I'm moving on. I think they're looking UTIs. for- UTIs. I have problems with that. Kidney stones. You so, want some kidney stones? Restaurant recommendations. It looks like a vibrant discussion on restaurant recommendations. Evan Moore, Caitlin O'Malley. Here's Gwyneth going. Oh, I think it's Kisma. Kismet. Yes. Gwyneth says Yes. Salazar is a fun place to go, blah, blah, blah. Cut. Octopus are too smart to be food. They have more neurons in their brains than we do. I had to stop eating them because I was so freaked out by it. They can escape from SeaWorld and shit. Oh, they can escape from SeaWorld and shit by unscrewing drains and going out to sea. Hashtag tangent. I'm with her on that. I thought you would be. Later on, do I need to stop eating calamari? No. Squid is the dumb cousin, apparently. Ooh. No, we talked about this on the podcast as well. That wasn't there. They did. They decoded octop or cephalopod DNA, and couldn't explain it. Couldn't explain what they saw. Couldn't find it in the known universe of DNA. Yeah. So a, they're fucking aliens. Yeah, I, I knew you liked the alien thing. And I also was just earlier today randomly watching a video of uh, octopuses moving through like these incredibly tight spaces. Like they had them in this plexiglass thing, and they, they had to make their way around the jade egg. No, yeah. They'd moved through a, uh, yeah, like a crevice that was like an inch in di- in width or whatever, and they would just completely squash themselves, and they'd pull their little tentacles Ooh. and just pull their whole body through. Wow! And you'd watch their eyes kind of bulge and then just thunk sink into their heads. Oh! I finally saw uh, uh, not Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. Do you see that? Roadman, cornflake, silk no, road. No, I haven't seen that yet. It's got a great octop- uh, octopus who does things like that. Really? Yeah, very powerful character. Um. So nettle, yeah, can uh, help you with uh, BPH symptoms, which are benign prostatic hyper hy- hyperplasia. What? BP. Pro- I think it keeps your prostate pro- keeps your prostate in check. Yeah, you can use you it. You check your to prostate regularly. Arthritis and joint pain. Is that what goes on in this house? I self-check. Uh, <laughs> hay fever. How do you self-check? Bleeding. It's good for your blood. Yeah, it's good for your blood. Eczema. Yep. All right, so I don't know exactly why I'm taking it. I just like nettles. I used to make nettle infusion all the time. I'd go to the apothecary you and buy You don't drink a lot nettle. of nettle tea? I've been drinking a lot of nettle tea too, but just smell it. It smells good. It Have you ever made a nettle like infusion? Food. You make a nettle infusion, it's like... I'm doing a second you fermentation do an overnight, on my, you do an on my overnight kombucha, nettle first time just I've ever up. done that. I'm not going to stop talking. You do an overnight nettle infusion, that shit is like viscous. It's like plant blood. So what do you do? 
Oh, you want to know now? Yep. You put your nettles, you can put it in a French press. Oh, you got to have fresh nettles. Well, dried nettles. You pour them in. Yeah, you go to the apothecary, you can get like nettle. It's dried, the stingers are gone. Put it on my weekly apothecary list. (laughs) Yeah, and then you pour the water in and then you just leave it overnight. And then in the morning you plunge and you have nettle infusion. I used to make it in the summertime and I'd mix it with like lemonade. Fucking delicious. Let's do it. Yeah. When are you going to the apoth? I haven't been for a while. I need to go back. I bet you haven't. You know, when you go, wear that robe. They would love this robe. Of course they would love that robe. I could even bring one of my dolls. (laughs) Um, Food news eventually. Natch 9000, Natch Soundboy, Skaterhawk. Nice. Um, Backyard gene editing risks creating a monster. Oh, I I put this one in here just for you. New scientist. I guess technically this is some food tech. (laughs) (laughs) Bango, bongo. Uh, In January, David Ishii, a dog breeder from Mississippi, told the U.S. Food and Drug Administration that he planned to use CRISPR gene editing to fix a mutation that makes Dalmatians prone to kidney disease. What? The FDA responded by telling, dog breeder. Okay. telling Ishii that he could experiment but not sell or give away his modified dog. Whoa! So you can do it, but what, you just got to have it 101 acceptance. Dalmatians for real, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can do some gene experiments on your own animals. Just don't try to sell them. Just don't sell them or don't give them away. The, release them into the wild. <coughs> yeah, to keep them on a short that, leash, so to speak. Talk about alien DNA. Um, so we've talked about CRISPR gene editing on this show before. This is old news to Natch listeners, but... Um, what? But we saw this coming, and now it's coming. This is what's happening. Yeah. You got and, a dog breeder. And you got this, you know, most biohackers are motivated by curiosity or altruism. This but is clearly, citizen science, my friend. Clearly, this is not enough of a safeguard. Quite apart from the prospect of bad actors, U.S. intelligence has also warned of unintentional misuse. Mm-hmm. You could just fuck some shit up on accident. Mm-hmm. That Dalmatian could end up like pissing Ebola. Does this sound smart? Like anybody, I got an idea. I want to use CRISPR and try to make it happen. FDA. Okay, just be careful. Yeah. Not good. No, it's not. The risks can't be contained by restricting uses of CRISPR, just as nobody can stop people making bombs out of fertilizer. Hmm. But the technical simplicity that makes CRISPR such an exciting technology also risks creating an unruly beast that the authorities must find a way to tame. And I would say fast, but as you pointed out, Mark, in your prescient uh, 11 trends. Oh, one of which was cashew as the next big nut. Yeah. One of which was syntaxes on this, which we've seen develop on this show. What and else? One was CRISPR. It was? Something about CRISPR. And then your little, your little, your little uh, soundbite was in a... In an era that calls for regulation mm. and restraint, we get Trump. Look I at me. Did. Look at me quoting Mark yes. from memory. Oh, I want to know that that's exactly right. I don't even have to look it up. You're right. Yep. So you heard it here first. Were there other examples of weird shit that people are doing or not? That was it. It was kind of a short piece. Oh. I want more. I want more of this weird dog I'm sure breeder. right now someone's trying to breed a super bug that'll just wipe us the fuck out. They were actually talking about that on Oh Yeah Dude. Did you hear that episode? Oh, who's listening to Oh Yeah Dude? Me occasionally. I, via our Patreon account, I am supporting Oh Yeah Dude. That's great. It's actually, As others support us, it's it's not it's we our pay it Patreon forward. account, right? Well, but it's my credit card. <laughs> is it? But the, the the money that we're making from Patreon is automatically well, going to pay that off. That will happen. So then it's yeah. essentially ours. So yes, we are supporting Oh Yeah Dude. <laughs> don't go on, don't start supporting random skateboard companies on Patreon. No, no. But we're also supporting Chances with Wolves, which is Ooh. 
shout out, top of the game. And congratulations to them for getting a, a write-up in the Paris Review. That was thoughtful. And yeah, you better jump on that Patreon account because I've got three member-only mixes. All right. Well, that I am enjoying, and you are not. Well, pretty soon, everyone's going to enjoy Old Gay Scores Volume not 1. Not everyone. Well, everyone who's Four dollars man and enough to put on a silk robe and sponsor this podcast. <laughs> ah. All right, well, we'll be back next week, but it'll be in a Costco with 4G, Man of the Hour. We'll see how the audio comes out on that. The week after that, we'll be back in the studio, bringing the heat. Yep. Banging it. Returning the bangers. The Here's the bangers. Ah, this cat! <laughs>